everyone have. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters! Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're ready to believe you! I just realized Absolutely. how close that was to the kinds of stuff we tell people. <laughs> it's very close. It's usually we're ready to believe you, except maybe Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jeff and Ellie will believe you. Rob, well, he's on the fence. <laughs> he's still on the fence. Well, we all know what that clip was. Heck yeah. What do you think about our five fans? Think they're familiar with us if they listen to these type of shows? I would hope so. Yeah, I don't. if, they're, if not, they've been under a rock for their whole lives. So what's this episode going to be about? Who are you going to call? Oh, who are you going to call, Rob? Parababble. You got it, mm-hmm. Parababble. We're going to do Ghostbusters. But we are going to give Jeff's number out for all the people that need Parababble also. At the yes, because I believe everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gullible that way. I think everyone has spirits. Can we just talk for a minute about why it took us to get to 99 episodes before we did an episode about Ghostbusters? Because we're saving the best for Almost 99. last? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for 99? We're going to retire at 100. I don't know why we didn't stumble into it. At 100? Because we took ourselves serious? No. I don't think it was The that. world ends when we get to episode 100? <laughs> yep. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a prophecy. The Mayan calendar? prophecy. Yeah, the hey. Mayan calendar actually the... ended on the Parababble's 100th episode, not right. 2012. <laughs> Yeah, why do we? I mean, that's a big theme in a lot of paranormal investigators. I know, especially because we've talked about it forever. Oh. You know, just what that meant to us growing up and our influences. Uh, I'll tell you off air why we did this episode. It's because we ran out of topics. No. Well, that. But oh, well, that's we like that's a given. We ran out of topics every third episode. We, we were like, of, "What do you want to do?" We ran out of topics when we got the crime scene cleanup, <laughs> <laughs> which is number six and five. It's in the it's in the teens. I think. It's in the top ten. I thought wasn't it? It's between ten and twenty somewhere. Okay, out of almost a hundred episodes, <laughs> I say I'm batting pretty well. And again, here we go. The three of those were about the Mothman. <laughs> Well, he's, been, he's made appearances in many other episodes. <laughs> yeah, <so>. we don't <laughs> have well. to re- re- repeat our cleanup. I mean, I always say it was it's all a down- one and done. It was all downhill after number stations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like the first episode. I know. <laughs> it was such a cool little episode. It was, no, it was like the second. It we was were so a, green and. It was a good episode. Unorganized and. No, I think we were serious. way more organized. We were so serious and dry. We were, we were so very serious. organized. We're not then. dry now. No. No, we're no. just like, whatever. Now we just babble on and wing it all the time. Yeah. Yep. Drive my dad crazy when he yeah. tries to listen to episodes and he can't follow along anymore because we're three topics away from where we started. You think we should be giving out like ADH medicine to people who listen to this? <laughs> if you can listen to more than 50 of these in a row. This is just not what you listen to if you're trying to fall asleep because you'll be all Oh, no, this. because, yeah, you want something. If you're going to sleep, you want something that's, you know, following a pad, yep. nice and easy. This shit, nah. Monotone. We're everywhere. Calm, cool, collected. <laughs> Yeah, that's so not you guys actually. are probably going to talk about like what the show is going to be Ghostbusters tonight. I'll probably be talking about Stigmata or Stir of Echoes. Probably. And I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> but it happened close. in the movie. And you'll be like, no, no. that's not it. <laughs> Wrong movie, Jeff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this movie was a cultural phenomenon. Huge. It was, oh, God. Don't do that again. Oh. Huge. <laughs> it was big. Unless you're going to do the other guy that said huge all the time. Yeah. He was all right. Oh, yeah, he was all right. Did it's that guy die? Huge. Did he die? I don't know. He's never on the air anymore. I don't have cable. Like he retired so. somewhere. I know he had a lot That's of car dealerships. Look at this. We're already off. I know. People that aren't from around here are like, what the hell are they talking what is about? huge. Yeah, literally it's a car salesman around 2. here. 2.3 minutes. Do you know I have a bobblehead of him because we bought a car through him? Do you really? Yes. It's awesome. And he has a little button you hit it and it goes huge. He had another dealership in Florida. I think He's got them all up and down the East Coast from what I understand. See, that's what I, I'm trying to explain to anyone that's not in... <laughs> Western New York or wherever around Florida. the world he has a dealership. Yeah, the people in Australia, like, what are they talking about? <laughs> What's huge? Shrimps yeah. on the Bobby. No. Well, I'm I'm sorry for that. <laughs> There's a car dealership where some 
crazy car dealers. Like, it's huge deals, whatever. And it took it, it took over the whole East Coast, and mm-hmm. people bought cars from But anyhow, so... Okay, so back to Stigmata. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> so, what do you... You and I, Jeff and I, probably remember more of when this movie actually first came out. Why wouldn't I? Um, Alex, 1984. <laughs> right? Mm. Yeah. How old were you? In 84? Yeah. Diapers? Um, not born yet. Not born yet. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's my point. So, uh, yeah. But is he better versed in it than us? Um, I don't know. I know you guys would be more versed in it than me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This was like I mean, my, I watched my it, jam. But, but it, yeah, it was not my jam. Oh, yeah. I thought it was kind of kooky. It was but kooky. But it worked. I watched every single movie. I, I watched the cartoon show. Mm-hmm. I have the Lego version of Ecto-1. Don't mess with me. Wow. Yep. I'm stepping out right now. Do you remember when the when the Ecto-1 came out with the Lego? I didn't really, I didn't really follow oh the Legos. It was, it was like recently. It was only like a couple years ago. Um, what is Ecto? It's the it's car. The car. Oh, wow. You're fired already. Yep. <laughs> I, I, can I handle the controls? <laughs> you didn't. It says Ecto One on the license plate. I know. I was messing with you. I don't think you were. <laughs> no, I, I, I was. I was just going to go in a different place with it, but it didn't work out the way I wanted. We actually, it we actually met a real life Ghostbuster. I have a picture. Yep. Of myself and my brother, with Ernie Hudson in front of the Ecto One. Oh, nice. Mine was not in front of the Ecto One, but it was with Ernie Hudson, and I'm wearing a Ghostbusters T-shirt. As you should be. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's retired off of you guys. That's he didn't okay. have to. We didn't pay for our pictures. Remember? I did. I didn't know because we were at the Parahara convention and he was there. That one, yeah. We didn't pay for those. He had a line. I don't think you did. Wait, did, did I know? Did I don't I? think we did. I think I he just I took them. I he was a super nice guy. For the one, yeah, I paid for the one in front of the Ecto one. But that was he was doing it for charity that time so i was like i don't even care <laughs> of course I'm, i was gonna anyway but even better he was so nice he was doing it for like a children's hospital or something like that and you guys took advantage of that hey listen you gotta do what you gotta do no when, no when that's, one of your, that's the one i paid for that's the one he paid oh for. okay when one of your Good. childhood heroes is there i mean you can't not try to talk to him right right although he wasn't my favorite who was your favorite let's start with that Rob, who is your favorite? I don't even. I don't even Who's know. Who's Bill Murray? What's his role? Vakeman. Mm-hmm. Vakeman. 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 I don't know. Vakeman was my favorite. Then that's, that's his like the mind. obvious one. Yeah, because he's just so loose in the pocket and just. Yeah. It's very dry humor. Think it was dry? I think so. I just thought it was real, just like outspoken. We're talking Bill Murray, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was just a, just a cannon in that one. I mean, he was just throwing them out there left and right. Mm-hmm. But it was very, you know, sarcastic in yeah, a way. Yeah, That's yeah. Yeah, definitely one. him. I'll go with him. Number two. Number two. Number two. Number two. Okay, so, that's all we got. I don't know. I can't, I can't choose. Really? I mean, I, I feel like I'm most like Egon. Yeah, I would have to say that's probably true. <laughs> Just because of like that's the science side of things, hmm? the science side of things. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I always think of, it, it, like the tech and the science. Yeah, I feel like that's always you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I re- I relate best to Vakeman because he's so sarcastic. Yes. Yeah. I feel like uh, one-liners. Dan Aykroyd, what Ray, Ray. It's most like Jeff because he's so enthusiastic about enthusiastic. and gets excited. And he always uh-huh. can't wait. Yep. He's always so excited yep. to see the ghosts. It's like when Jeff runs into a haunted building. Like, yeah. Ghosts. Something's going to happen tonight. <laughs> yeah. I can feel it. I can feel it. Yep. That's how we do. And then usually nothing happens. All right. And then it's a long <laughs> night. And then I get scared by another fellow investigator coming out of a doorway. And I jump back 20 feet, fall over a chair, almost knock out the other part of the team. Oh, my God. You are right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he scared me that night. I remember that. Oh, I remember it, too. But that was a hospital, wasn't it? It was down in, um, where were we? It's got the was cool that Pennsylvania? Name. Yep. Uh, the big hospital. Starts with an H. Hill, 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 Hill,
Was it the window was, or the shadow were, I saw? You were looking out the window, and he walked past the hall, and his reflection is what scared the bejeebus out of you. And you literally backed up and tried to, like, run out of the room. Well, I didn't try to run out of the room. Yeah, I, I jumped I jumped backwards, and I got startled. See, I think this is so funny that we're talking about this, because you are always the person that wants to see the ghosts, but if anything ever actually happens, I feel like you do get very scared. Like school well, you're supposed to. Isn't that why we go, to get scared? No, I don't get scared. Uh-huh. I'm like, dude, did you see that? That's cool. What are you, tapped in? This, this, is, this is cool. Yes. Let's yes. go run to it. I'm like, ah, it already like, showed hey, its no, face. No, I'm good. I'm good. Actually, uh, it's funny. They're... Hold the camera. <laughs> I'll be outside waiting for you guys. We had a, a cigarette. I don't smoke. Very similar um, Ghostbusters uh, moment at another library in a similar part of a library that was in the movie. You know how they go, like, get her, and they go after it. Like, we had the same situation where we saw something. We're like, let's go get it. We ran. We were running all over the place looking for this thing that we saw. It wasn't a purple apparition just floating there reading the book, though. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. We Mm -hmm. definitely would have tried to talk to it, for sure. Yeah. Jeff, not so much. Yes, I would. He would have got her. I think he would have. I think he would have been like... (laughs) I think he would panic. But that was a knee-jerk reaction. That was... So you got startled, you... I jumped backwards because I didn't expect it. Even though I'm in this place where I should be expecting the unexpected, you never expected a human. <laughs> I just think it's really funny now that I'm thinking about it. Oh boy. I don't think you ever ran towards it. I think you've always been like backing away from things. Now I'm going to have to think about my all, all the things we've done and <laughs> see where it's at. I know. I've always run towards it. Normally, like, I'm literally run. Yeah. Literally run. Yeah. We're like, let's go. Let's uh-huh. go. We were running through those that library that one night. I remember that. I remember running uh-huh. through Eastern Hills like a crazy person, trying to track things down on tiers. And Madison running around trying to find stuff down hallways. And I think Jeff was just kind of hanging back like... Uh-huh. Yeah, I come, in, I come in cool and calm. Yeah, let me know, let me know what you guys <laughs> get down there. I'm open that way. I'm like, guys, come on. Let's sit down and have a drink. Let's talk. You guys, come here! <laughs> now you're gonna really make me backtrack all these different times where I got like either startled or. Uh huh. Well, well. Anyway, so Ghostbusters. This this influenced a lot of people. Yeah, it did. Not Rob until later in life. At the age of like three, yeah. Three, you started getting into Ghostbusters. Oh, I watched the cartoons. The cartoons, and I saw the movie too. At a very, very, very young age. Did you have the action figures? Of course I did. I had the Where'd action they go? figure. I had... Uh-oh, don't get them started. If you still had those. I don't. My mom sold them all at a garage sale for like 10 bucks. Wow. Years ago. How do you feel there about that now? Um, now? Now, every time I go to a Comic-Con and I see some from my childhood that are going just, for that much... $5,000. By just one, I... Text her or call her up and like show her the, shoot her a picture. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm missing, Mom. There's a um, a home movie from 1990 or so of Christmas morning of me opening up uh, Ghostbusters Firehouse and wow. getting ridiculously excited about it. Yeah, I can imagine. Is that also gone? Oh yeah, yeah. So your childhood toys might have vanished. They're all gone. Wow. I never got anything from the Ghostbusters. Like, I never... I don't think that... Well, wait a minute. Hold on. I was 18. So that's a different story. You were too cool at that point. I was too cool. Like, I don't have any toys. Who knew what movie memorabilia would um, entail and how much we could get from it, actually, if you collectibles. Now, if there's anything like that, I buy them in twos. Keep one packaged and then play with the other one. I want to check out that 80s toy store down the street. and probably got a bunch of... Ghostbusters. I stuff. haven't been in there. I, I drive by and we go up yeah. to the restaurant and I just go, ooh, I want to go in there. Yeah. It looks neat. We had the action figures. We had um, coloring books. We had all kinds of stuff. <clears throat> we had, remember when the Ecto Coolers. cooler came out? I remember those. Oh, yeah. We had those too. And those they used to be great. in like the tins, like the metal ones. You used to have to like punch the hole on one side and punch the hole on the other to like pour it out. I don't nice. remember that one. Yeah, like the old juice containers. You know how juice used mm-hmm. to come? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how the Ecto cooler was when it first came out. I still remember that. 
Wow. I know. It was good stuff. Do you have any of that stuff left over? Or you kept it all? No, it all went. I wonder yeah. if they're going to bring that back with the new movie coming. We saw Ugh. There's Ghostbusters cereal already. I can't. I'm going to pick up mine tomorrow. I just feel like sometimes you just got to leave the old stuff alone. What do you mean? Like the movie? Oh, the remakes? Yeah. You don't think Ghostbusters should have been remade? Well, the next one's not really a remake. It's like no. a continuation. It's a continuation of the original, right? Yeah. Yes. The yeah, because it's one? like Egon's... I think it's his kids. kids. Kids or something, isn't or it? Or his grandkids. Yeah, it's like somebody related to him. Yeah. And they pull out, they're out in the fields mm-hmm. and in the barn, and they pull back the the um, car yeah. cover, and yeah. it's under there. So maybe that will make it better. And I mean, I'm. it's not that I'm opposed to when they remake stuff. I just, sometimes like the originals are just so good. Mm-hmm. That should be left alone. What yeah. I hated about the one with, with all the women and... They always are like, oh, it's because it's all women. It's like, no. Here it's we because, go. It's because they acted like the old movies never existed. Right. If they had done that movie they with paid, all that. They paid no homage to yeah. the past. Yeah. yeah. They had like all the original actors in it, but they were totally different random characters. That I've never matter. even seen the one that's all girls. Yeah, I'm missing nope. anything. Never seen it. I wouldn't have had any problem with it if, it, if they didn't act like the old movies didn't exist. So they basically just redid it? With women, but it was different. Like it was a different storyline and everything. Oh, so they didn't. But they they, they took you. bits and pieces here and there, and but all the women were different characters. Right. They they were all very similar to the original Ghostbusters, though. I saw bits like and character pieces. Traits. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So I think part of what made this movie so cool when I was a kid was that I always believed in ghosts anyway. And then there was like this whole movie about how they were real. Mm-hmm. And it felt like it was just like so like validating to be like, this really could happen. And I could really, you know, like ghosts are cool. True. Also, that goes back a little further because Dan Aykroyd, who wrote or had the idea with this, has a long family history of mm-hmm. ghost encounters and all that stuff. So UFOs that really, too, isn't UFO, he like big yep. into UFOs? He's a MUFON. Yep. Is he really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was a big, you know, big reason why this happened. Well, and I think that's one of the things that made it so cool is that it wasn't like this hokey ghost movie, you know? Because I remember like being a kid right around the same time like Mr. Boogeyman came out, and there was like a couple other movies that were like supposed to be scary ghosty mm-hmm. movies. Um, but this was like it could be real because the ghosts weren't all like they had some hokey mm-hmm. ones in the movies, but some of them were like real. Yeah. Some so were scary. I wanted to play this with you guys because you guys being paranormal investigators, right? Mm-hmm. I wanted to go through all the most memorable ghosts and ask your opinions about whether or not you think they could be plausible or non plausible and why we can do this. I have my little encyclopedia here for reference. Oh, oh yeah. boy. No cheating. The actual, Tobin's Spirit Guide. I just put the, I just put the uh, book band back on. You can't use it. Cheater. It's like seriously legit. I should just seriously turn on my phone. All right. Okay. So, Slimer. Plausible, not plausible. Mm. Not plausible. I agree. Not. Jeff, you agree not plausible? Not plausible. I said the same thing because, first of all, I've never seen any accounts of ghosts leaving slime behind or sliming people. Mm-hmm. Right. And he doesn't really look like he had a humanoid figure at any time. Yeah. Although they do talk about that. Well, wasn't Slimer... Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you, uh, I'm distracted. ADH. My husband just sent me a text and he's like, he's he told me where he was. So I said, we're doing our episode about you know ghostbusters and the influence it had and he said i'm the gatekeeper and i said i'm the key master and i just got a text that said wait a minute i don't look like the dark helmet from Spaceballs, do i (laughs) (laughs) there's another movie well anyway yes Um, that's you (laughs) uh slimer they left in john belushi's face on that uh, because he died, Dan Aykroyd remembers getting the phone call when he was writing his lines out. Yeah, I know that. That's and they wanted who... to pay some homage to it a little bit, right? And but I'm just speaking like from a ghost yeah, hunting point no, of view, not no, plausible, right? No. All right, the dream ghost. So you remember where she is? Oh, yeah. When she's floating over Dan Aykroyd. 
possible. Yep, you can yep. do that. Yep. I said the same thing, and that's where I said Kesha. You got to refer back to yeah, Kesha. Exactly. She had a whole relationship with a ghost. Remember? And she's been coming up more than the Mothman lately. I know. We did a whole episode yep. on, on ghost relationships. All because of Kesha. All because of Kesha. <laughs> so we all agree. <laughs> we yep. agree. So this one there, kind there of. There she is. Dream yep. <laughs> there you go. This one kind of freaks me out when I first saw it. I remember as a kid because it looks so realistic. But what about the Central Park jogger? Remember Ooh. that one? <laughs> yeah. He's I mean, running around yeah, checking his checking his watch. He's another humanoid. Checking his pulse. <sighs> so this has to be yes or no. He's classified as a class three corporeal but semi-transparent. Anchored to Central Park. I'm going to go with it can happen. I'm going to go with the same thing because yeah. it reminded me of a residual hunt. Yep. I've heard too many stories in that yeah, in that vein. That's kind of what this, this describes in Tobin's Spirit Guide. It says he, he manifests several times a day, although his sudden appearance would spook other runners and occasionally the horses on brittle paths. He's mostly benign, and uh, he appears on Central Park running paths. Nice. That's where he manifests. He manifests daily. Yeah, so mm-hmm. totally plausible. Now, the subway ghost. The subway ghost. So do you remember when, like, the ooze first starts happening and things are going crazy? Mm-hmm. And there is, like, this apparition that comes, like, up out of the subway tunnel and is, like, going, like, through New York? Yeah, no. I said no to that, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's another one that's not... It's like Slimer, where it's not really humanoid. Yes, exactly. Has no legs. Now, if any of these guys were like in a Weird house, spindly arms, and coming down the walls in a house, that'd be believable. You think so? Yeah, they're well, less believable because they're like they're just popping up out of the garden. They're not humanoid, but they're implied to have been human at one point in the movie, anyway. And we're overanalyzing it, but whatever. Do I dare say that some of the movies kind of fakeish, and then that would be part of it? <laughs> like yeah. them coming up out of the, you know, and just floating around like that. That's fake, but yet the rest of the movies could be really based in real. Real time. Yeah, and this is not a complete list. Like I left some of them out, like the taxi driver, the zombie taxi driver, because I felt like that was more of a zombie and not really a ghost. That's called Uber these days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What about the um, City of Albany ghost train? Do you remember when they're down on the subway and the ghost train comes? Yes. Yeah, residual. Yep. Many people have seen objects or cars or things that are, you know, not just human or an animal. Yep. You know, time and place. You're stuck there. I agree. Totally plausible. What about the psycho-magnoethic slime? So this is the the slime, the ooze that got the emotions. Oh, from the second movie. And then would make everything move. Yeah, so it makes like the Statue of Liberty move. I think the idea behind it's interesting because you know. And it's an idea. It, yeah. More of the idea behind it. Yeah, because you, you no yeah no interesting idea, but no, I don't think that I could said happen. Not, not plausible either. No. Mm-hmm. But you think it's plausible? Not not actually the ooze part of it but i think the idea of it where like manifesting like energy and emotion and like well hey walk into a haunted house it's deep you know yeah, negative exactly. that's what i mean it's gonna yeah. manifest yeah. and pull you in or try to pull you in so mm-hmm. maybe it could without the ooze that's why i said it's but the, but a way to show that would be the ooze so you had to have visual to make that happen yep okay so but still no <laughs> So, um, and then the last most iconic ghost, I think, that's in any of the Ghostbuster movies is the library ghost. Plausible, not plausible. Yes and no. Is. Yes for the first form, no to the (laughs) the, the ape-like, terrifying form Yeah, that she does when they get her. Yep, agreed. Yeah, I'm on the same page with that. Like, when she turns around, she's like, shh. I'm like, ooh, that's spooky. She's a class four. What is what is class four? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going by what the guide's telling me. The guide. The spirit guide says. That's what Tobin's spirit guide says. She's a class four specter. So I think that what we can say is that a lot of the ghosts that are in the movie could be plausible as being actual legit ghosts. 
And I think that's what makes the movie so much more lifelike. So then there's a little bit of truth into the writing that he did or the idea that he had. And, well, yeah. I mean, if he's pulling from his background about things that he thinks right. you know, really happened or experiences. Again, in movie, movie, watching movies is one of those sensories that you have to have a vision or a visual. So in order to make that work and tie them stories in to, like, you know, make it happen, then, yeah. So I was looking at, like, some of the stuff that they do in the movie and being like, all right, is there any basis for those kinds of things to happen? And, like, there's speculation that proton packs will be able to be built, like, in real life at some point. Oh, we probably already have them. Um, And, like, the same with, like, the containment units and those kinds of things. And I even was looking at the... Research behind. So you know when Vapen walks into the what's her name's apartment for the first time and he plays the little keys on the piano. He's like, they hate this. You know when I was because I've always been interested in that. Like why? Why would they hate that? And is that like a thing that like demons, ghosts don't like noises? So I was just kind of like doing some research about that, and I came across a whole bunch of information about how if you want to ward off bad spirits, you can use wind chimes. I thought he was just being an ass in that scene. I kind of <laughs> thought the same thing, but I was like, you know, maybe there's something to it. Like, he's supposed to so be a are, scientist, he right? He's a parapsychologist and a psychologist. Maybe he really knows. Like, maybe so wind chimes are to, to do that? Is that? I thought it maybe it was to keep, I don't know what that would be. I thought it was just pleasant to the ears, the different tones when you're. Is it bad I want to get a piano just to do that all the time? I know, I know. <laughs> I mean,. We put we put reflective stuff in gardens to keep birds and stuff away like that and squirrels because they see reflections or it's noisy it scares them so I would think that wind chimes we're all looking this up right now except mm-hmm. me I'll talk and keep everyone busy um, I thought that it was because they're they make pleasant sounds when the wind blows no it's because the chimes are supposed to like ward off evil spirits nice yeah well and it's interesting because like. I have done some stuff with, like, bells before. Mm-hmm. And, like, bells are supposed to be used for, like, the same thing, like the chime of the bells. So maybe there really is something to it. I don't know. So I thought that was really interesting. It's like, There might be know, some good folklore that goes back and you find out what's, you know. Well, it makes you think, like, does stuff that happened in the movie, like, was it so crazy? Where or did, was there, like, a purpose behind it? Right, where did it get based from? Like, right. Deeper into, like, certain things you could tell, like, where he got the ideas from things, you know, like. The library behind it, like we've seen those happen, you know. We've been in them. To them. You got the parapsychologist <laughs> side of things, which obviously our last episode we just talked about a real parapsychologist in the 80s, so that was a real thing. Well, I think it's like funny too because there's one part where um, they're talking about, I think it's Ray that says something about the Tungusta Blast. And he says something like, yeah. the biggest interdimensional cross-rip since the Tagunsta Blast of 1909. That's Which a real, real thing. Yeah. It really happened. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, see, now there's like some smartness going on well, behind this writing. They're, they're doing some relating. Yeah. And they're moving it. That you really didn't know about. Because when I researched that, it's like something, some kind of crazy crash thing happened in Russia that they think it was probably like a meteor mm-hmm. hitting yeah. the ground or something. And it's like, how funny is that? That it's like a real thing, and then it's like in this movie as like a joke. But if you like know enough to know that it's real, then it's like, I feel like you get a whole different feel for that then. And it's like you're in the know. Like, you get it. Yeah, there's all sorts of little things like that. that... (laughs) Nice. (laughs) They hate that. They hate that. (laughs) I had to. I mean, it kind of sounds like wind chimes, right? A little bit. So so he's got this based in some realities and his own experiences. Obviously, these go through, you know, at one point in the research, they said um, that uh, the writers got together, Aykroyd, and they went up into Maine or Connecticut somewhere for three weeks, and they just banged out the script because they were on a, a, a time limit. They had to do this... The studio, in order to give them $30 million, is what they wanted for this film. They said uh, they would do it because, was it Harold Ramis had a connection to um, one of the movie uh, conglomerates? forgot their name. It was Sony or something. But anyway, $30 million, we'll give it to you. We have to have it out by the end of summer. So they had less, they had like a year 
to get everything the actors the special effects the actual movie put together lines characters people and then they had to get them all in there so that was a really crazy part of making this movie and they didn't think they were going to be able to pull it off but they did amazingly enough with i think the way it was written was to bring some of that attraction to younger people twisted around some stories of reality you know like accurate stories put his input in this and then of course you know you can through other movies you can put your own intakes in there and say oh this is a good idea this is a good idea but uh <clears throat> i just think that was a really i think it was like a um lightning in a bottle type of thing it happened fast it happened quick and bang you know, that movie for that year when it came out made $229 million. The only other movie, it beat out Indiana, uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. The only movie it lost out to that year was Beverly Hills Cop. And they made $235 million. And Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd were doing Trading Places when Dan Aykroyd had this flip idea flipping around in his head. And, you know, Eddie Murphy's quote is quoted as saying, you know, that sounds like a crock of shit. <laughs> and it's so funny that, you know, Beverly Hills outdid him, but not by much. 220, at this point, $229 million and $235 million, that's not a lot in, in pennies. So, you know, it proved, it proved right. It didn't, it was like a, a lightning in a bottle situation, but it's also now considered a cult classic. It's a, you know what, you, watch, you get your kids to watch it because you, it's goofy enough in certain places, and it's serious enough to like the adults can get what they get out of it, or you know even paranormal people. You pull out, you pull out the the oh that's going on behind here, but the kids see you know the slime and all that, and they're you know shooting it down and stuff like that. So I think it was a, a good combination, and they said you know if they would have had any other characters in there, it would have just totally changed everything. So. You know, for that, I give them a, I give them a straight up applause because that was just hammered out. And like, I've never really, I've watched the movie and stuff a few times, but it never did anything for me personally. But researching some of this and trying to understand where it came from was, it's kind of neat how they they put this all together and how they made it work and then tie the, all the ideas in, because in, you know anyone knows in the paranormal it can go any which way you want. So it's a lot of money to be playing with. Thirty million dollars, but hey, you got less than a year to put it together. Go. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. Uh, well, we should find somebody to give you thirty million dollars, and then we can see how motivating that would be. Oh, I would definitely make a dark, <laughs> dark Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> I'm so bummed. I think thirty million dollars is a good motivating factor. I'm so bummed that you guys both seen the trailer for the new one coming out, and it looks comedic. And when I went to the theater, it was a dark edge of it. You know, they, they're going in the barn, they're going through the cornfield, and they pull it back, and the dust. I'm like, oh, this is going to be some badass shit. And you guys are like, oh, no, it's comedy. He was over here. And this. I'm like, I, I never saw that. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a different one that we saw. It's, it's like mm -hmm. our other story. I mean, if yeah. it's like the original where it has those moments that are kind of scary, but then other stuff that's hokey, I think it would be all right. But, you know, I mean, if you're going through Walmart and you find a bag of miniature marshmallows and they come to life and start to burn themselves, <laughs> I, I don't know how. Yes. I don't know how to feel about it yet. It was kind of funny, but kind of dark if you think about it. Well, yeah, because then as they're <laughs> well, burning, yeah. they start screaming. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm thinking I want like a Ghostbusters that's like just a dark, menacing, evil. They have that movie. already. It's called The Haunting of Connecticut. <laughs> The Conjuring. Uh, the Conjuring. One and two. Three's coming out. Three. And three. <laughs> I just In got a... a couple like, months. Yep, I just got a thing on three. I'm like, eh. I think the first one was good. We leave it alone, but that's a whole other topic. Another day. Um, I think we did an episode on... We did. On we did Conjuring. movies mm -hmm. and their real life. Movies based on true stories. I think we did. And they had... Uh, Ghostbusters also had a problem with the cartoon. There was a big lawsuit going back and forth because the, the real, cartoon, the real Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters, they were the real Ghostbusters. So Aykroyd the, and the big ape. Reitman and all those guys, they got to keep 
the Ghostbusters, and they said, well, the actual cartoon company said, you know, we'll change it to the real Ghostbusters. That way we're not conflicting the two properties. And I think it's lightning in a bottle. Everything was just just so when it hit. It made me want to be a Ghostbuster. Did it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I said, like, I feel like I, I Scooby-Doo was, like, the first thing I remember with ghosts and making me think, like, about ghosts in general. But, I mean, I've had stuff happen in my life, so I feel like I was already kind of tuned mm-hmm. in a little bit too much maybe to that stuff. Right. But I remember a lot of, like, the Scooby-Doo episodes when they would, like, be hunting the ghost and then uncover who it was and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But then when I saw the movie, I was like, oh, this is so cool. I really want to do this. And then you don't think about it again for 10, 15 years because you're like, how does anybody really do that? You know, you can't really go and get a parapsychology you can. degree at most colleges. Yeah, there's only, like, two of them. I have, I have, hang on, I have them written down, which ones you can go to. Or have it here somewhere. I mean, what do you do a thesis on for for your doctorate in parapsychology? How would would that look on a a resume? (laughs) Doctorate in parapsychology. I don't know. I kind of like to get one though. You can go get one if you go to the University of Virginia or the University of Arizona. I don't trust Arizona. They got the Phoenix School. They got they got a lot of UFO stuff and. Yeah, okay. Energy vortexes. Yeah, near Midwest. In Arizona, you're near Area 51, too. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. It makes sense it would be in... Oh, it makes sense. But Virginia's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, you you got the government around there. I wonder how much it would cost to go and get it, and if you can do it online now. But anyway, um, but I think, you know, like, that was, like, the foundation. And then when Ghost Hunters came out, that was like, oh, this is really how you do it. Well, that okay. took it to a serious level. I feel like now I could really do this. Like, you know, we've talked about it before. You have mm-hmm. to you have to give credit where credit is due. And, you know, that show, I don't care what anybody says. Anybody that was ghost hunting in the late 2000s, it was directly related to that show. There's no, you weren't doing it any other reason except that you had seen that show and you wanted to go out and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's when business was good. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Business was dead alive. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, I walked into it slowly. I went to Rolling Hills as a, a thing for fun, <laughs> like a regular person, because it was something to do. One of our friends said, hey, let's go do this on Halloween. And we did. And then that was kind of cool in its, sense, in its own way, because most of us have had some type of experiences growing up where we're like, what is this? That's not real. And your parents are telling you one thing, and you're like, no, nah, that's bullshit. And then I kind of led into the shows and stuff like that. And then next thing you know, I end up getting into it, you know, and... 99 that, Parabevel episodes later. Huh? 99 Parabevel episodes later. 99 Parabevels on the yeah, wall. Oh. <laughs> but I think there's a lot to be said that this movie, like, still stands up even now. Oh, it can stand up, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you can watch it even now and you still... It's still funny. Like, you still... There's things about it that you still like. Like... That says a lot about just how cool it is. It covers the geekdom, the nerdism. What are you trying to say? It covers you go to the any, seriousness of ghosts. You go to any Comic-Con, you will see a group of people there in Ghostbusters gear. Yep, dressed up. Yes. Guaranteed. I mean, it, it, it handles all aspects, the comedic side of it, the seriousness. It'll stand. It does stand. There's the gr- those groups. Uh, they're all over the country. The, like there's the Buffalo Ghostbusters. Oh, that's right. There's like divisions all all across the country. Divisions. Yeah. It's like there are armies out there. They all have their own little variation of the Ghostbusters logo. They wow. do like charitable things and just. Do they actually ghost hunt? No. 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 They, they just they do. They dress up in Ghostbusters gear and do like charity so they do more events, like, like fun and stuff, fundraisers, right? and I think they're they're big into like props and. Building and things like so that. if we were to take these guys on a ghost hunt, a real ghost hunt, <laughs> and scare them, that'd be fun. Like there ain't no Ghostbusters. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Yeah, I ain't afraid. You know, I was gonna do that, but Bustin makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we love about this movie? Everything. <laughs> Rob says everything. 
my favorite. Is it really like your favorite oh, of all yeah, time? Yeah. Really? Is that your go-to? Mm-hmm. Even better than the Evil Dead? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm Evil Dead. Sorry, bud. I go strong that way. Yeah. I mean, I love Evil Dead, but when I turned 30, Jenna bought train tickets to New York City so that we can specifically go and see the locations from the Ghostbusters movie. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Weren't they working on it or something? No, no. It was It was just... Oh, the the firehouse? The firehouse. Yeah, that was the biggest disappointment that the firehouse was being worked on. They were scaffolding all in front of it. I actually get to see it. See it. But we went around other places, too. Like, we went to the the library, uh, Central Park. Actually, that's where we got engaged. And as we're going... (laughs) And before I we get engaged, I'm like, oh my god, that's that's the apartment building where Zool came down. And I'm like, hang on, I gotta get a picture here. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep, priorities. Yeah, they had a absolutely. lot of locations on that movie that yeah. were all over the place. It's funny how you like recognize them just walking around there. Well, you've seen the movie a hundred times. If you've seen that, the movie a hundred times, yeah, you're like, bing, 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 bing. Yeah. The skyline's so easy. Yep. Have you ever been down to New York City, City to look at that? Not to look at that. I've been to New York City many times. I don't remember. But I haven't specifically gone there for those things. No. I got to go back when the firehouse isn't under construction <laughs> at some point. Yeah, I wonder how they're going to play that out. If it's any in the new one, if it's going to play back to any of that stuff. I guess we're just going to have to watch it and find out. Mm-hmm. Has anyone? Oh, you met. You met Hudson, right? Yeah, we both did. Okay. No no Dan Aykroyd, no... Us nerds over here. Oh, yeah, no. stop. We were geeking out. Geek-dums. I was disappointed because a few years back, probably more than a few years now, I found out after the fact that Dan Aykroyd was here in town at Premier Liquor. Yeah, signing I remember that. The Skulls. The his, vodka, right? His Crystal Skull Vodka or whatever it was, yeah. Yeah, I was mad because I found out late and he was already done signing, like, yep. three to five, like, yep. weird, like, mm-hmm. Tuesday afternoon. What the f- Yeah, I was mad because, what were the bottles, like, 60 bucks or something They're crazy? Expensive. I don't know. They're expensive because his, uh, his autograph was that's, on it. That's usually how much you got to spend to get a picture or an autograph with someone at these Comic-Cons. You get a bottle of vodka, too, in return for something like that. True. Well, and you've heard all the weird stories about Bill Murray just showing up at random yeah, events and like, things. There's, like, a number you can call. Yeah. It's like, it's a, like his voicemail line. And you can just tell him, like, hey, it's I'd really like, like if you'd show up at, you know, blah, 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 at this address. This party time. or something. Really? Yeah. Sometimes he does. Oh, that's crazy. Could you see if that happened and everyone's kind of, mm-hmm. like, just comes in? Oh, my God. If I ever met him, I probably would totally fangirl out and not even be able to remember my name. Maybe he'll show up, <laughs> maybe he'll show up for the 100th episode of Parababble. We should call the number. We should just call. <laughs> I don't think it's widely known or available, but... Let's get on the dark web and find it. Yeah, we got to sure figure out, like, how, how those other people, like, invited him. Oh, there's people out there for days that just research this stuff. They're all on top of that. We'll be like, hey, do you want to come be a guest on a Bill Murray podcast with like 10 viewers an episode <laughs> where we love you? <laughs> we need you to help us with our viewership <laughs> or listening ship. No, it's it's for the chance to talk to an mm-hmm. icon. It's, it's for the love. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this was only supposed to, the mm-hmm. way they, they wrote this movie out, it was supposed to be like the Blues Brothers, just a two-person mm-hmm. gig. And then that all just, you know, again fell apart and then they went into like a bigger a bigger realm which I don't know if it would have been as funny with just two people I don't think so I think you, they you need, need that bouncing you need the dynamic to make this work yeah I mean you can't because they had really good success with the Blues Brothers and that's trying to ride that hot hand and this just wasn't going to work and then when Belushi died that that threw a monkey wrench in it and then they had to kind of redesign the whole idea and then uh, Eddie Murphy said no because that's why Dan Aykroyd originally reached out to him because it was going to be like a two man slap show but it's so much better this way John Candy was supposed to be Rick Mur- in the Rick Moran in this role but he said no talk about different oh my different god it changed <laughs> everything I know they said when um, I'm just going through some of the stories I've read um, Sigourney Weaver when she auditioned for Reitman and all those guys. She was just coming off of the Alien movies, and it was like, 
you know, she was that dynamic powerhouse. So she said, eh, we'll try it out. So <clears throat> for the read, all she did was the part where she crawls. Well, I don't know what she says exactly. That's how she did it exactly in the read, and they automatically went, you're in. <laughs> and it's, you know, history there. But <clears throat> yeah, she's good at that. I mean, I feel like all the ones that are in there, you couldn't imagine other people being in those roles. Yeah. It, I just don't know if it would have worked as well as it did because I feel like some of their roles are very similar to their actual personalities. Mm -hmm. So it's like not that big of a stretch, you know? Right. You're not trying to make it fit. It's fitting for itself. You know, they just rolled in. I mean, they did a lot. They did some ad libbing in that too. Like, don't let the streams cross. That was completely ad libbed. That wasn't in the script. And that, of course, every guy goes in the men's room. You're out drinking on a Friday, Saturday night. Like, oh, don't let the streams cross. I mean, really, people say that. Yeah, <laughs> I've never experienced this in my life. Well, I've <laughs> probably never been to some of the bars I've been to. No, <laughs> <laughs> no true. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a big thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, what we all do it with movies anyway. We take we take our favorite lines and just quote them out and use it. Like, what did you say earlier about the? Did you used at work? What was the... Oh, yeah. I had a coworker that anytime something went wrong, he would do the quote of uh, dogs and cats living together, <laughs> however it goes. <laughs> dogs and cats. <laughs> so funny. How you remember, like, just certain things. I don't know. It's a good movie. I heard that quote, like, every day. Something would always go wrong. Dogs and good. cats living together. <laughs> the world is mayhem. <laughs> if people haven't seen it, you should see it. Yeah, what the hell are you listening to us for? Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? The original <laughs> Ghostbusters. I mean, it's that iconic. Turn off the podcast. You think two was just as good? No. Why? It just wasn't. It's was like it was missing. Something. One was so it was big. Just like yeah, it wasn't. Didn't have. It doesn't have like all the as many great things in it. Human it sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Yep. Generally, you don't see that kind of behavior in a major appliance. <laughs> <laughs> the toaster. <laughs> I love it. You know, I'll be watching this weekend. Right? I wonder if I could rig that toaster. We're looking at a toaster in the Parabellum Studios kitchen, and because that's how we roll. Yeah, I feel like it got hokey after it got worse, more hokey mm. after the first one. They were trying not, to like recreate bad, the the magic of it. Yeah, but you you know you have to look at it. It that was so massive. That next one was almost doomed to fail unless it was because it, it was a again lightning in a bottle. You caught it all at once. It was a big like wow, what is this? And the special effects at that time were crazy on the top the top of that because you know how many articles special effects you know they were ahead of their time when they did this. And then you come with two, and you're like all right, what's what's going to happen in two? And then you're like that's all right, but the first one's better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. But two is better than the remake of one. Yes. Still. I think we can all agree with that. Mm -hmm. Yes. And wasn't uh, Melissa McCarthy's husband that wrote that? She writes all the stories, uh, no all idea. her movies that she's in. I, no I could idea. be wrong. I don't Who's know. I, I legit know nothing about that movie because I just pretend it doesn't exist. People are gonna be like, "You're sexist. You're all sexist." No, listen. <laughs> I'm like so the most stupid. feminine chick, feminist chick you can possibly uh -huh. imagine. You guys know. I'm yep. like all about. Yeah, we don't hate women's the movie. rights. We don't and... hate the movie because there's women. No, we hate it because it sucks. Yes. <laughs> we hate it because it sucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's nothing to do with that. You could have put four schmucky guys in there and it could have sucked. Yeah. Or Sometimes five. you just have to leave it things alone. But that's or, the problem with your Hollywood. Like I said before, like they could have made it so that like it was a continuation. And they acknowledged that the other Ghostbusters existed at some point. They had the same cast. That would have been fine. I wouldn't have hated it as much. <laughs> but they just wouldn't do it that way. Yeah, they all had to be all had to be original. Original so you know what they're quotes. gonna do, right? They're probably gonna make that movie, the, the remake, continue from there. From where? What? Huh? Okay, so the remake they did of Ghostbusters, the, with the, the women. Woman? Yes, yeah. they'll probably do like Rob Zombie's doing with some of his Halloween movies. It's picking up from a certain movie. So basically, the one, the one with the women, are there is the starting point from there, and jumps to another storyline. Even though they gave a little that tip one's off. Gone. The one with the women's finished. 
Yeah, the new one coming out, Afterlife, is related back to the original. Too. Okay, so they won't even break it off then. No. Yeah. Okay. They wouldn't right. have been. They wouldn't be able to because, like, like even though it was different, like they stole. Yeah, they stole some of the things from like the original, and we're like, this is what we're doing now. It's the same thing now. Okay. So then. And they acted as though, like, if you if you see us, if you saw it, they acted like they were the ones like discovering ghosts for the first time. And like, I think Kristen Wiig was the like in the Bill Murray kind of role where she was like a a teacher, or whatever. And like I said, I had I I'd seen bits and pieces. I never saw the end of it. I mean, I couldn't. I think my daughter watched it all. Mm-hmm. I think my wife watched it too. And I'm just like, eh, no. I mean. Especially when you got bad reviews right off the bucket, but that they tried to blame it on everyone saying it's because they were women, but that's just like a shit. So what do we got? Two months to go until the new one comes out. Who knows? It was supposed to come out a year ago. I think it. uh, I thought the theater gave it a date. Yeah, there is. There was a the theater gave it a (laughs) date. What's that? Theaters anymore? I know you're a weirdo. I had no one around me. I'm not going to see this in a movie theater. I'm gonna. It's what? gonna stream. It'll stream the it same day it comes will. out, <sighs> just like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, tomorrow. I know. July. I can't wait. I'm so excited. July eighth, twenty twenty. That's when. It, <laughs> that's when it was supposed to come out. And they, there's no updates to yeah, that. Yeah, there is November eleventh. So we gotta wait until the fall. Perfect timing, huh? They're really hyping it up right now, though, with all these previews that are coming out and trailers. Yeah, and that's interesting. Coming out sooner because it might wait until November. No, November is a long time. If you think it would have come out like pre-Halloween, yeah, yeah they're, if they say in November, they should do it right before Halloween. No, right after no. Halloween, right before Thanksgiving. <laughs> because the Halloween movies are coming out back oh, to back. Right. So that's gonna that's gonna just destroy anything that comes out during October. Yeah, they got that. Because that's the ending. Movie. You know, the, the the two last ones are tying everything together, and then they're done with it. Really? Because the they've been years. saying that they're tying it together for the last <clears throat> fifteen years. Oh, those Halloween movies are a mess. We could do a whole another episode on those. It's so confusing. You need like a map and pins. Yeah, you really do. You got a and string. Number one and two go together. Three is all by itself in a whole another world. Then you got four. Five and six that go together. Yep. And then you forget those, and then you got seven and is it H two O? H two O is the next H2O. one. And the resurrection, and those forget four, five, and six, and you go back to one, two, H two O. Right. I'm tr- I'm actually because doesn't H two O have Jamie Lee Curtis in it? Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's like she's revived. But yeah, because she technically died in six. And yeah, then, but she didn't. She was just in hiding. Mm-hmm. Then you got the Rob Zombie ones, which are just on their own again. One, two. two. One and two. And then you got the remake that just came out a couple of years ago, which forget all of the other ones except part one. Right. So he was making cash somewhere. Because is that like the history of him? Like how he turns that way? The prequel? like The Rob Zombie ones were. Is that what it was? Yeah, that was the more angry like when he's like in learning the, him. When half. he's in the, in the, in yeah, the in hospital? The yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And of course he gets out. And... I think we do have to do an episode on this because I'm already confused. I feel like I actually deciphered it all just now. <laughs> but I feel like... Again, we need we more in-depth conversation from, about it's it. It's always sunny, and I'm like, I need like a board here. We just need to make like a spreadsheet of it, so we could just post it when we're done with it. Yeah, so people can just follow the. And you have the different color I strings. I mean, I'm sure people have already done it. Like a March mag- Madness that, bracket. Exactly. This is just me going off the top of my head trying to remember. I yeah. So yeah, Ghostbusters. It's a hit. What do you think? It is. It is. It is. Do you know the original was also supposed to have paranormal groups in it really yep because um they they got away from that whole idea and made it more stream for those four putting it together that way but there were supposed to be a bunch of paranormal researchers that were involved in different groups doing this that's why at the end with this new movie coming out there was talk of paranormal researchers involved and just carrying on the legacy so they threw that, Bill Murray threw that idea out. He's, he was sticking a stone with all of this stuff. But So he's not going to come on our 100th episode? He might. He might. Maybe. It's not over yet. So that's where they have the kids coming into play. 
the, the family members and finding it on the farm or whatever, it's not about the paranormal researchers. Because that was just, they said it was too hokey. <laughs> it made me think of, when you said all that, it made me think of the ghost facers from Supernatural. <laughs> Remember those guys? Yep. <laughs> You've never watched Supernatural? Yes, I have, but I haven't seen the ghost facers. Where are you? What season? It's over. You've I watched all of it? No, I haven't watched it all. I watched, like, bits and pieces of, like, Well, that's ones. what I'm saying. Like, there's, like, 15 seasons. Start when I was unemployed, I watched, like, season, I don't know, eight. Start from the beginning. Yes, you have to start from the beginning. And then 300 some odd episodes. Oh, damn. In order. Yeah, you can't You can't seasons. just watch season eight and think you know what's going on. So it all ties in every every, every year. Every season. And it keeps, it's got a storyline. Yes. So, you, so as a fan, you have to really know what's going on. Yes. Okay. I mean, you can watch standalone episodes, but you're not going to get the overall concept mm-hmm. of what's happening every single... Is it like Some the X Files where yeah. they have a running story? That's exactly. And what then it's like. they throw like an odd story yep. out there. That's it's exactly off. Exactly what it's like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'll be in the middle of the story, then all of a sudden you'll get an episode about like the right. 1950s, and they're like in some weird shift of something. Or they randomly tracking they down a vampire have or something. A group of paranormal investigators <laughs> that call themselves the Ghost Facers. The Ghost. Facers. And they are like the cliche ghost hunters. It's hysterical. What's What's the episode called? There's, they're in a couple of them. They pop up every like once in a while through different I'll things. I'll have to look it up and see what they're, where they're at. Yeah, I've watched a couple seasons of Ghost it. Facers. <laughs> they got a van <laughs> that they travel around in. It's <laughs> Ghost Facers on the side of it. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. It's good we can laugh at ourselves, right? Uh, everybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> I got a guy at work today. I'm talking. He's, he's like... Really? Ghost? There's no such thing as ghost. I'm like, I beg to differ. I'll give you your... What do you want to argue about? What do you want to talk about? That's why I never advertise that shit ever. <clears throat> well, I don't know how it was... Uh, I don't know. I might have said something to other people, but he approached me and he had a question for me because he can't wrap his head around them that if you can't scientifically prove it and put two plus two together, then it doesn't work. It's not real. So he can't wrap his head around it, and his strong beliefs say there isn't. I said, well, you believe in an afterlife? Well, yeah. I said, you're going to go, what, heaven, hell, purgatory? Well, heaven. <laughs> I'm like, okay then. So you're believing in an afterworld with spirit life? Well, yeah. But I don't think they hang down here. I don't think they're real. I was like, okay, that's cool. And then, of course, you know, this with these conversations you have all have at work, it goes for a few minutes, and then you got to work, and then you have to come back to it and revisit it. And we go back probably twice or three times a week. We keep going back and forth on this. But, uh, yeah, we all get laughed at because you're crazy. So you sit in the dark, like today. So you sit in the dark, and you talk to ghosts. Yeah? How do you do that? I go, anyone here? I don't get to, you know, it's just so funny because when you do this, you can't get too involved because you, you got to know the level of person that you're dealing with. So I'm like, you could just talk. I go, yep. And sometimes they answer back on, you know, the recorder. Oh, I go, yeah, it's real. I said, I'll, I'll let you listen to some. So I was supposed to bring some in tomorrow and put them in his headphones and let him listen. So I, he, so you can go, it's not real. It's something else. I said, you know, we're past all the baby stuff. We're... When we're doing this, we're in places that, you know, we know what we're doing. And that's where it goes to the level of unexplained. You know, ghosts are unexplained. As far as we know, we have a theory. Just don't have an explanation with numbers behind it. That got real scientific real quick. Yes, it did. (laughs) All right. What else we got? I don't know. I think that was... uh, We're just spitballing here on the Ghostbusters. Yeah, I guess so. I'm all thinking about the Halloween timeline now. I know. Well, that'll be an episode for Halloween. Oh, yeah. That's a good thing. We should write that down so we don't forget. We will totally forget. That's like six months from now. I know. That's why we have to write it down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) By the time Halloween comes around, we'll be sitting around this table going, what should we do for our Halloween episodes? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's been done so many times before. Did we do fairies (laughs) yet? Fairies. (laughs) What about the Mothman? <laughs> yeah, no, we haven't done it in 2021, have we? We have not. <laughs> we will at some point. He gets an episode every year. Well, the Mothman no. keeps appearing all over the place. He's only got three episodes so far. 
only. And two of them were back to back. It was a two parter because I kept talking. Oh. The only time ever. Mothman. Well, I think in our new studio we're gonna have like a, a, its, its own board. I don't think that's gonna fly in this kitchen. Studio, I mean. No, when you with the pins and maps. Yeah, we have to rethink that idea. Okay. We need a designated space. Oh, I thought the construction was... You're, it's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyone out there willing to lent, lent us? Lent us? <laughs> I was going to say rent. Rent us space. <laughs> this is our current permanent home. Okay. We can deal with that. Which works. It sounds good. and It's more roomy. I'd say my basement, but it's set up like a photo lab now. So it's a big hot mess. Well, we'll figure something out. So, uh... I don't know. If, um, We're all talking like it's anybody wants personal. to share. I know anybody wants <laughs> to share their thoughts and feelings about how influential Ghostbusters was to them. Let us know. At Parababble. At Parababble. Dot com. No. Dot just, net. Just everywhere. Everywhere. Parababble everywhere. Parababble Facebook. Be look. Keep a look out for no our TikTok page me. coming too. Yep. It's going to happen. Yeah. And sales on doors. Oh, no, that was cut out of the last episode. Oh. Inside jokes. Inside jokes. Now people hate us. Now we're we're talking about, like, our personal preferences for studios and rethinking that. I know. We just need to end this episode. We're done. All right. Ghostbusters out.